This is Matthew Hoagland, team lead of the Hoagland Real Estate Group at Remax Premier Properties, and you're tuning in to The Hoag List. Why do we choose to work with certain professionals and businesses? Well, I strongly believe that the number one reason we choose to work with anyone is trust. Here, we take a deeper dive into the lives of some of the best professionals that Louisville has to offer to see what makes them tick and how they can bring value to you. Let's go. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Matthew Hoagland with Remax Premier Properties. I am your host for The Hoaglist. Uh, the Hoaglist where we are, are here to highlight local uh, professionals in the Louisville, Kentucky area. Some of the people that, uh, that I do business with people that I trust and, you know, people that really that, uh, that you need to know. So, um, moving forward today, I've got, uh, a close friend and, and lender, um, with United financial group, uh, Steve Renfro. He has been, uh, in the lending industry for 25 years. A little bit over, yeah, a little over 20 years. 20 years. Um, avid UK and Giants fan. Uh, we won't hold that against him. Uh, he's also got three kids like myself. And um, this guy's a talker, so I'm going to have to try to hold him back just a little bit today. But uh, he's got a lot of good information <laughs> he's going to bring to you. Uh, Steve Renfro, thanks for, for stopping by. Hey, appreciate you having me out. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so anyhow, so, you know, you and I met... Um, I don't know if you remember this, but you and I met on a cross sale. Uh, one of my good friends, uh, Chris Rosini, had had a condo that he had, had listed, um, and you had the buyer, and and you know that was a that was a really good experience, you know. Um, and I was actually at Caldwell Banker at the time. Yep. And um, some things changed over there at Caldwell Banker, and you uh, started working in their office, and you know you and I kind of. You know, we're we're from the same area. Of course, you're you're from Oklahoma, and I, I'm from Fern Creek. But <laughs> close, uh, close enough. Close enough. Yeah. So uh, we just kind of hit it off, and we've you know we've been able to do uh, a good piece of business uh, together. And you know, one of the things that I, I can just tell you that that I really like about you is that you you know the business. Um, you're interested in um, helping people get what they want, um, and also trying to get them the best deal possible. Uh, so I'm going to let you kind of take the mic here for a second. So what can you tell us uh, about your business and what you do? Uh, actually, because with being a mortgage mortgage loan officer, um, obviously my biggest jobs are getting clients uh, pre-approved in position to buy their new homes or in position to refinance their current mortgages, which puts them in a better financial situation. Um, at the end of the day, it's just, you know, getting more people qualified to do the American dream and buy their first house or upgrade to a, to a larger home where sometimes people are downsizing because kids are moving out and stuff like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, have you always seen yourself getting into this business? No, actually, I would say not. Uh, believe it or not, out of high school, I sold beer, going to school at UofL. This, I love talking to people. As you mentioned, I'm a talker, of course. <laughs> uh, don't meet I, I, everybody I meet, I want to talk to and be friends with. So I was, um, some friends of mine just brought it to my attention and said, Hey, I think you'd be great at this. I gave it a shot. Uh, after about a week of doing it, I knew it was for me. 
and I've, I've just never looked back. Yeah, and you know, I, I actually did lending for uh, almost a full year before I got into real estate, and, and I do, I tell all of my lender friends this, it's probably one of the hardest jobs that I've ever had as far as just knowing uh, the different products, knowing what's the best loan for somebody. Well, and, and exactly, things change on a daily basis. Um, everybody's situation is 100% different. There's not, it's no, there's not a cookie cutter. Uh, unfortunately, people have good credit, bad credit, low income, high income. So, so everybody's got a different story behind them. Uh, it's our job to sit and listen with those people, find out what they're looking to do, and put them in the best position to get there, of course. Right. No, exactly. So what, uh, what do you like about what you do? Like what inspires you every day when you are, you know, putting your shoes on and walking out the door. What are you looking forward to every day when you, when you leave the house? I would say it's building relationships uh, with clients. I mean, you know, not just like yourself, realtors, but appraisers, title companies, but the client itself. Uh, you meet so many different people in this business. You know, like I said, everybody's got a different story. Everybody's got a different background. So it's good just to meet with the client, listen to their situation, find out what they're trying to accomplish and go from there. Right. Well, and, and going back to what I was saying, so, you know, having a little bit of experience in, in the, you know, the mortgage business, like how y you obviously are working with more people at one time than I am. Um, you know, you do how many transactions in a year? Uh, 120 plus. Yeah. I mean, so that's basically, you're working with double the amount of people that I am on, you know, in any given time. Oh, con yeah, constantly, because for our business, you've constantly got applications coming in from referrals, past clients, realtor, uh, realtor relationships, things like that. Along with that, you're currently working 15 to 20 loans in your pipeline as well. So you're moving in different directions, but that's what I like about it. It's not the same thing every day. Uh, my dad retired from Ford Motor Company, great company, but I just couldn't see myself doing the same thing over and over. Uh, in this job, it's it's good and bad. You know, you have great days, you have bad days, like any other job. Right. Um, well, it, it yeah, and it's challenging because because I know a lot like myself, you want to help make people feel good about what they're doing, and that's not always the the easiest. But we but the thing is, we work our butts off and mm -hmm. and entails to try to to make situations right. the best at, that they at, can. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, we all have the same goal as getting the client to the closing table, and the easiest way possible. Yeah, uh, and getting them the best deal. Uh, sometimes it's it's an easy deal, and sometimes it's not. Uh, but at the end, everybody can get there. Just they have to take the right steps. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let me ask you this, and and I told my last guest this is my favorite question. What is your what's your favorite thing about the city of Louisville? Wow. Well, I, just, I think you know the I guess we're we are becoming a foodie town. Um, right. Lots of different restaurants. A lot of the not your chain restaurant, but a lot of the local owned restaurants, uh, the craft bars and things like that. I, I, my thought is I was born and raised here. It's not the largest city like Chicago, cities like that, but it's it's but it's large enough and still has a home to small small hometown feel, I would say. Yeah. And you know, it's it's funny that you say that because it almost seems like everybody that I talk to, you know, has that same that same you know feeling about it. Oh, it's an all, it's an awesome city. I mean, you got of course we're you know huge college sports town here, uh, but you've got some you know some pro sports that are you know drivable distance and stuff like that. So you've got a little bit of everything. I think NBA to Louisville. You think that ever happen? I don't know. It's gonna be tough. 
Tickets are high, let's be honest. Tickets are high, but you know, I, I remember uh, back when I was a PG, PGA professional, we went to an Orlando Magic mm-hmm. game, and now this has obviously been 10 years ago. Um, and the face value on the upper level tickets, I think, was like 16 or 17 bucks. Yeah, they'll have some cheap ones. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to get on a whole tangent about No, but it's, it's just like, Louisville, who would have thought we would have been in a huge soccer town in Louisville FC is, right. I mean, it's on fire. Building well, a new stadium and everything. Well, and even for me, let, let's think about this. If we get the NBA to Louisville, mm-hmm. you and I or whoever, you get ticket packages. I mean, right. that's a great way mm-hmm. to, you know. We'll build relationships, build business. Relationships. Yeah, absolutely. and it's not U of L U K because you know we're split down right. the middle here. Right. So, but anyhow, well, yeah, I, you know, everybody says the hometown feel about Louisville, you know, mm-hmm. and I just, that's probably the number one thing that I like as well. Um you know, it's just, uh, you know, everybody's passionate about horses, mm-hmm. about their sports. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say it bourbon again. Bourbon, um, bourbon yeah. horses, yeah. Well, outside of real estate, um, you know, what do you do, uh, enjoy doing in your spare time? I love to travel. You know, we go to try to go to Disney World once a year if possible. That's right. You're a Disney uh, fanatic. Disney fan. Yeah. I was born and raised kind of doing a lot of Disney stuff with my dad and my mom and stuff. And then we try to go to... Panama City Beach once, twice a year, depending on, you know, what's going on. And then I've got, like I said, three kids. Uh, my youngest plays travel baseball, which occupies a lot of our time. Uh, but it's something we like because we get to meet a lot of new people, travel to a lot of cities around this area and things like that. So, Well, and speaking of that, because you're right, like kids and, and time take up a lot of your space, like outside of, of lending. How do you how do you manage all the files that you have in place. I mean, because I, I have a hard enough time myself with, you know, if I get 10 or 12 pennings at a time, you know, I'm running around crazy. So what, what well, is, I think the biggest thing is just I'm OCD. So everything's got to be a certain way. So I'm on top of everything, but in also, also in today's world, you know, everything is at your fingertips with your, you know, your, whether it's your laptop, your phones, but also having a great support team. I mean, I have a great support team at, you know, my office, United financial group. So, which works out well for me. Yeah, no, I mean that you, you do have a really good support staff, and I've you know I've had the pleasure of uh, you know communicating with them on some of my own files and and things like you know, that. That's, that's the number one thing in this business as well as your business is communication. Right. No, I I don't disagree with that. Uh, so kind of looking at uh, the current state of of lending right now, and and we're going to kind of go in the direction of rates. What uh, you know earlier this year, I, I believe we were talking like high fours. Maybe right at five at the beginning of the year, somewhere yeah, we were, in there. Yeah, we were low to mid fours, depending on you know, and depending on your situation, the program, and things like that. Most things now have been you know conventionals hovering around that four percent rate, a little lower depending on credit score and stuff. And then obviously your government loans, whether it be FHA, which is primarily used for first time home buyers, but not exclusive to those. Along with your VA government loans, they're in your you know, mid to upper threes at most. Right. Now, g- kind of heading in, so you and I have, have had the, the opportunity to uh, refinance a few of our clients um, and get them in better situations. Going forward at the end of this year and kind of into next year, do you see, uh, and, and again, I know you don't have a magic wand, sure. but do you see rates staying the same or kind of trending even maybe a little lower or, or what are think, your thoughts i think we're going to see things go a little bit lower over the next you know three to six months and as you get into spring of next year i think we're mostly going to be in the threes i mean that's what most really? people are saying uh obviously it's you know there's a lot to there's a lot out there that can change things you know presidential elections 
battles with other countries, things like that. But things seem to be trending downward still. Okay. Well, and you know, another, a really good question. So I, I, with me in particular on my side of the transaction, I always, you know, rate, I hear rates a lot. Well, this person had the better rate or this person had the better rate. When in reality, there's a lot of things that go into somebody's rate. Exactly right. It's, it's, your down, how much well, down got, payment? Yeah, how much so much credit. So much is going to go into your your credit score, your down payment, what program you, you know, what program you qualify for, things like that. But yeah, it's like someone buying a house on a conventional loan with five percent down will hear, "Hey, I'm getting four percent, but I heard my buddy got three point seven five. Why do I get the same rate?" Right. It's it's obviously because at the end of the day, every loan is different. Like we said, every customer is different. Whether it's your debt to income ratio whether it's your down payment, whether it's credit score. Uh, someone having a 700 credit score is a great credit score, but someone having 760 is obviously higher. They're going to get a better rate. That's just the way the market is. Well, and if somebody, to your point too, if somebody has the 760 credit score, somebody has 700, but the 760 is putting 20% down, Correct. the person at 700 is only mm-hmm. putting 10% down. I mean, you could be looking at a whole quarter. Yeah, there's, so. there's I mean, like there's like 12 or 16 different characteristics involved in a loan for pricing-wise. Right. I mean, whether it's a condo, a house, is it your primary, is it an investment, uh, is it, you know, what term is it, uh, down payment, credit score. I mean, there's a, lots of things that play into that, of course. Right. Now, and, and I want to kind of touch on something. This is kind of impromptu on my part. I, I wouldn't really were prepared for this, but kind of going into our conversation, you always hear the term closing costs. Well, I'm going to this place and I'm, I'm not, I'm not having any closing costs. Right. You and I know that we can, you know, you can give somebody a higher rate that, sure. that essentially eats up those closing costs. Correct. And that's why they're able to, to offer those. But in reality, every loan, right. There's, every there, loan that's out no there, there's closing right, costs. There's no such thing as a free loan or no closing costs, you know, because there's going to be an appraisal done. It's a third party appraiser. Right. If you're an appraiser, you go out and appraise a house, you expect to be paid for it. Uh, same way as pulling someone's credit report. Same way as flood cert. You got closing costs. You're closing attorney, underwriting fees. So it's the same closing costs, whether you're buying a house for 15, 20 or 30 years, whether you're buying with company A, B or C, we all have the same third party fees. At the end of the day, they're all going to be pretty close. But when you hear somebody say, hey, this company's offering me no closing costs, it's obviously because they're charging you a higher interest rate than the market rate is. And in return, they're going to give you a lender credit to pick up those costs. Yeah. Well, and that's that's a, a big misconception that I find even talking with my own customers and and kind of what their thoughts are about, you know, mm-hmm. closing costs and that kind of thing. And and, and fortunately, I'm, I'm most of the time, not all the time, but I'm able to help kind of help with that step, you know, thinking sure. about closing costs and, and, uh, you know, kind of going, touching on that same subject, you know, when you're negotiating on a house, mm-hmm. like for me, and this is just my personal opinion. Everybody has different philosophies, but if I can get $2,000 from the seller, right. that's, you well, know, in closing costs, that's 2000 well, less out of my right. pocket. Well, especially when you're our, especially this is huge for first time home buyers. Because that's the reason most people think they can't buy a house is because I don't have enough money to put down to cover closing costs, uh, escrows and things like that. But there are ways around that. You know, there's down payment assistance loans. There's also, like you said, the biggest thing out there is you take a person who's buying a house for $100,000. they are going FHA. They've put down three and a half percent 
which is $3,500. They also have closing costs and escrows for taxes and insurance. Most of them kind of, well, I, don't, I can't come up with another $4,000 for that. It's much cheaper to roll it into the purchase price. Oh, absolutely. Because you're talking you're- $20, $24 a month. And and that shouldn't make or break someone buying a house. Right. No, I don't disagree. And and like you said, it, it kind of helps making the, the purchase a little more affordable mm-hmm. um, and possible. You know, well, and that and the biggest that. thing is when you're buying your first house, so many people make the huge mistake of going, hey, I've got $8,000 for everything. They don't look at the big picture that after they close on the house, they have no money left. Right. You want to have something. So I always... I've got people to write contracts that I will have them go back to the agent or I'll make the call and say, hey, let's do an addendum to the contract, raising the purchase price, having seller pay closing costs because you want them to have some money in their pocket because as we all know, when you buy a new house, there's furniture, there's moving expenses, there's different things that pop up that you're not expecting. Right. Well, and and, and to that point as well, you know, you, you are protected by an appraisal. I mean, you are oh, going to have an appraisal sure. done on the house. Um, and then also just looking at, you know, certain circumstances require, you know, even in offer situations, you're going to be, you're going to have to offer more if you're asking for closing costs. In today's market, without doubt, I I tell everybody, you can't go in and write a contract for 135 on a 135 house if that's in a hot competitive market and ask for 5,000 in closing costs. Right. Yeah. It's just, or, or you've got some people who, you know, it's not that they're not being naive. They don't understand. You can't go in and offer I want 125 on this 135 house, and I want the sellers to give 5,000 in closing costs. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, so, kind of staying on that that topic of you know lower price points, first time home buyers. Uh, you know, you and I have worked together with, and my team as well, have worked together with a lot of, of first time home buyers. Um, if we have anybody listening that's considering a purchase, even if it's you know six months from now, what are maybe some tips or advice you can kind of give them to you know, help them and, you know, put them in the right direction. Well, the, the biggest thing is just reaching out to someone like myself to get pre-approved. Um, the biggest misconception in the market today is I can't be approved to buy a house. You don't know till you try. Uh, lots of times it's an easy fix on a credit. A lot of times it's not knowing you can actually get seller to pay closing costs and escrows. Um, I would tell everybody you always want to get with someone at least 90 days prior to getting into the market, just because you want your credit to be looked at. Uh, sometimes you may have a collection on there you're not aware of. You maybe lose 20, 30 points for a collection. So there's a lot of easy fixes. But I would say, you know, you want to touch base with me or somebody like myself in 90 days prior to getting into the market to where we can look at your credit, go over your finances, and just explain things to you. That's the biggest thing. You know, you can I can make your process so easy if you take the first step by reaching out. Yeah. Well, and, and to that point, so, you know, sometimes there are circumstances where people get in the market to buy a house and it was really just out of, you know, wasn't thought out. Correct. But if you have somebody that's, that's knowing that they're going to move forward in 2020 to buy a house, uh, the other thing to, you know, to your point, you pull their credit now, get them pre-approved. You may be able to, to improve their situation mm-hmm. by offering suggestions now that can lower their interest rate, raise oh, their credit without score. Without a doubt, sure. And, and, and that's, you know, that's really the benefit of that. And then how long, once somebody comes to you, pre-approved, pull their credit, how, how good is that uh, credit approval for? It's good for 120 days. Okay. Yeah. In some cases, it can be longer, some days it can be less, but the average is at least 120. 
I mean, we're not going to repull credit, repull credit. Um, the ideal, though, is to pull the credit, go over with them, explain to them why their score is where it is, and there's some things we can improve on. Let's do that, of course. Right. Now, and let's just say that, that somebody, uh, we have a savvy shopper, and they are, uh, they want to, you know, get multiple opinions, you know, uh, on their situation. For interest rates, closing costs. Yeah, so. absolutely. What, um, what would you suggest for, for somebody like that? Like, should they have their credit pulled spread out or should they do it all within a specific time no, frame? Or what, I always say if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to shop, everybody shops, there's nothing wrong with shopping. Uh, you know, get with two people. I think three is the most you want to do. I've dealt with customers who say, Hey, uh, you're my seventh person. that's going to look it over. Oh, wow. And at the end of the day, I mean, everybody's pretty much the same. It's just like real estate. You know, the normal real estate commissions are the same for you guys. It comes down to service well, they're negotiable. Well, I know, but the ideal is to be, you know, it's, it comes down to relationships, how comfortable you are with the person, making sure they answer the phone calls and things like that. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's the biggest thing. So there's nothing wrong with having two or three people uh, to get an opinion. At the end of the day, everybody's going to be pretty close. I mean, you know, this bank is not offering 5% and this bank offering 4%. If they were, the bank wouldn't be in business. It, it comes down to relationships, how you connect with that person. Everybody's got a different feel for everybody. Yeah, and then going kind of before we before we get off here, I wanted to, you know, re- reiterate this point as well. Just kind of going back to the whole rate thing. So, uh, we moved in '96 from Louisville to South Georgia. Uh, my dad actually built two houses while we lived there for four years. Uh, but one of the the conversations I remember him and my mom having, like being super excited that they just locked in at six and a half. Sure. And I, I didn't know what it was at the time or what they were even talking about, but I remember that number. That number sticks out in my head quite a bit. So going forward, you know, the last five years and then going forward next year, uh, rates have been historically low. And, and look, even if they're at five and a quarter. Well, there's, there's lots of people that bought last year that I did purchase for last year yeah. that were in the upper fours. Yeah. Uh, some people were even 5%. Right. Um, I've got a VA lady right now and husband and wife that are doing a refinance from about a year ago. Uh, they're saving $225 a month. Oh, wow. That's a lot of money. I mean, you could pay, you can continue to pay that payment and knock seven, eight years off your mortgage, or you can take the savings and use it in other directions. Right. Well, and money, money is, uh, it's cheap right now. Well, without I mean, a doubt. Historically. And, sure. And then what... I w- I'm trying to remember this, Steve. So the highest that I believe that I've seen, it was up, what, 17 or 18? I, well, 96, 97 is what really sticks out to me because I was running my own office. Okay. Um, we were, there was a lot of lenders out there. We were doing 12, 13, 14%. That was for people with great credit. I mean, that was excellent credit. Uh, my dad, you know, my dad's 75. He said he bought his first house in Charleswood in the Oklahoma area, and he was like 16, 17% back in the 70s. So yeah, rates have rates are great. It's it's like I tell people, you know, people now hear, oh my God, they're going towards five percent for a while, and they freaked out. That's that's a great rate. Like you say, anything yeah. below anything below six percent, I think is a super rate right now. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm trying to think. My first, uh, Katie and I bought a condo in 2009, and I think our rate was like five and a half. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, rates are, rates are so super right now. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we're gonna put a bow on this, Steve. Um, I, I do appreciate you you stopping in and just kind of sharing with us a little bit. Um, if anybody's looking to get you know pre qualified or just kind of wants to take a look at their uh, their current situation, what's the best way for them to get in, 
get in contact with you? Uh, they can call my cell phone at 502-386-8272. Or you can e- shoot me an email because I know some people don't like to talk on the phone at first. Uh, shoot me an email at steve at ufglending.com. Perfect. Yeah, and then one other thing, uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to, to kind of uh, put this out there, but one thing else, uh, one other thing that you can know about Steve is this guy's open on the weekends. Um, if you need an answer, pre-approval, uh, have a question about anything, text, email, uh, this guy uh, will be there. And that, that's that's important, well, that, too. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's loan officers who are open on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and some that aren't. Right. And it's just like you guys. I mean, in this business, it's you don't want to say it's twenty four seven, but we have to be available when you need me. Yeah. And well, and and this is nothing against the banks, but right. the banks are Monday through Friday. Right. Correct. And um, there's a lot of really good bank loan officers out there, uh, but you know, you get with somebody like Steve, you're you're able to uh, to have access to them twenty four seven. Because most people are shopping for homes on weekends. So yeah. before you write that contract, you would like to know exactly what you're looking at payment-wise and stuff. No. And that's what I'm here for. Absolutely. Well, Steve, thank you again. Uh, I can't say thank you enough. You've uh, obviously been very <clears throat> helpful and instrumental in my business. Uh, guys, this has been another edition of The Hoaglist. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, this is your host, Matthew Hoagland. As always, my team would love an opportunity to earn your trust in business. For all things real estate, be sure to check us out on Facebook and all other social media sites. Uh, also, mylouisvillehomesearch.com, mylouisvillehomesearch.com. You can go out there, uh, go over there to check out homes. Also, put in a form uh, if you're interested in checking out the, the value of your current home. Uh, and then also just find some more information about our team. My personal sale is 502-294-0692. Again, that's 502 502- 294-0692. Also, feel free to leave us a comment to let us know how we were doing, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you.